Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone in between, welcome to Her Ice, a high school hockey podcast focused on the girls' side of the game in the state of Minnesota. I am one half of the Her Ice team. I am Peter Rodney with my co-host, Tony Scott. We've got a hell of a show on tap for you today, our season preview. We're going to run through our top 10 for Class 2A, our top 5 for Class A, hidden gem players, new faces, transfers, new coaches, and it's all coming at you right after our intro. Thanks for sticking around. Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool, all about the bouncing master. Watch it on the news, what you gonna do? I could hit refresh and forget. Used to keep it cool. That's okay, I have an audio file saved on my computer that I can just plop right in. Kayla, forgetting the intro music. Rookie, 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 rookie. That was cool. You might as well go on. You might as well get on now and get introduced yep. after you blew that one. <laughs> Good morning, Kayla. Kayla, Joe, Franz, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Um, a little less less great after that. Yeah, we have. We did an intro with you last night on the boys' show. We need to do the same here, and we're going to shoot some seniors. Are we going to shoot some senior girls too? I mean, if we're going to try. Me. With a camera. <laughs> yeah, yes. I know. I know. We, that, was, that was the joke last night. Um, all right, Kayla, let's do a quick intro on you and your involvement here at YHH. will be helping produce our many, many podcasts. You've done a great job so far with just our Minnesotan pod ones. And last week's um, preview was our most viewed pre our most viewed uh, podcast was last week. So hats off to you for helping out with that. Um, tell us a little bit about you. What do you do for a living besides producing our podcasts? What are your interests? Where do you live? Blah, blah, blah. Um, I am Kayla Franz. I am a graphic designer, freelance. I also do photography. Um, I help out with like LaSalle's Twitter. Boys. Boys, yeah. Because yep. uh, my dad's one of the coaches. Um, Brett. Brett. Um and yeah, I live in Minneapolis. Do you have a hockey family? Yeah, I mean, I, I, your mom's yeah. not too into hockey, though, right? I mean, not really. Okay, all she right. doesn't like that it that we all are not at home. All right. I mean, I don't live there, but you right. know what I mean. Okay, so you, you know did, I mean. and you went to Lakeville South. Yes, I did. All right, and um, besides graphic design, you have other interests. Photography is one. Photography. Of them. Yep. What else do you like to do? I like to draw. Draw? <laughs> oh, I learned something new. All right, good. And uh, we made fun of you last night because you were yep. shooting seniors. And when we say shooting seniors, that's with your camera, presumably. And yes. Seniors meaning seniors in high school. So you're doing senior photos? Yeah. You walk them do down to like wa- warehouse districts and shoot like grimy walls behind them and stuff like that that's I like mean, the hot thing i prefer thing. like pretty green trees do you yeah okay i feel like that's more appropriate i do love yeah. seeing all the suburban high school seniors who show up in downtown minneapolis <laughs> for about 10 minutes yeah. like graffiti in like the background never yep. been there before like, whoa yeah. exposed i mean brick. most of my <laughs> seniors are lakeville so i'm not gonna be like oh come shooting this so do you do a lot of photo shoots on tractors and stuff do you no well it is lakeville <laughs> yeah uh, it's right. actually them picking stuff in the fields. How can someone take a look at your work Instagram, right? So it'd be yeah. Kayla Joe Photo. Photo. Kayla Joe Design. Single? Singular? Yeah. Photo or yeah. photos? Just Kayla photo. Joe Photo on Instagram yep. for your photos. 
And then for your graphic design? Kayla Joe Design. Kayla pretty, Joe Design. Pretty simple. Nice. I'm looking nice. at the website right now, and wow, this is incredible. <laughs> oh, boy. It, this was, oh. was this created with Wix? Yes, it was. It oh, was. I nailed it. It was. <laughs> I think Wix has like three templates, and everybody chooses hey, the same. Hey, I didn't even use a template for that. That's purely handcraft. I didn't say you. I said every, everybody else. <laughs> Well, we are excited to have you here. Um, I already have been receiving compliments on all your work so far. We're excited about it. We're excited about what we're going to deliver this winter. I'm pumped for this. Um, anything else you want to add? No, I think I'm good. Okay. All right. Peter, are you ready to get this show rolling? I hope so. I have a gift for you, though. Oh, God. I, I, I've heard I'm not going to like this. This isn't going to be it. That's because so you don't gonna... like anything. I do. I like a lot of things. No, you don't. All right. What did you get me? I have a pack of hockey cards here. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Collect Young Guns rookie cards. Oh, I so love let's, that. Uh, our first Young Gun, Joe Thornton Ooh. from the Florida Panthers. Joe Thornton. <laughs> I had a neighbor kid. He he couldn't, you know, he was young. He's like, I like Joe Thornton. That's how he pronounced it. Yep. I loved Joe Thornton when I was a kid. Actually, that's the only one I wanted to show you. I just thought it was funny that Joe Thornton was in a Young Guns pack. Oh, and oh, I bought this... this when I got my skate sharpened. Oh, really? So this is an old pack. Well, the, no, no, no. It's recent. I got it at uh, the Bauer Experience Store here in okay. Bloomington. I got my skate sharpened, and I just thought it was funny that Joe Thornton was in. That a is pack very of funny. Young Guns. Thank you. Very funny. <laughs> 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 Kayla, that's when you play uh... the drum machine. Nope, it's not it. That one's not it either. No, nope. nope. um, now she's going to hit every. There it is. Good work. Rookie. <laughs> Her second rookie move. There will be several today. That's okay. We're going to talk a lot about rookies today. Yeah. We got we got some young guns coming into girls high school hockey. I'm excited for this show. I I'm mean, excited for this. Too. Really this is like excited. Christmas for me. It, it really is. You know, I was pretty excited about the big pumpkin kind of getting back. You could feel the excitement. This show has I mean we've spent a ton of time in the off season too much time spent on girls hockey you know you go back to national camps uh Madison, Madison. Wisconsin um NAFE had a bunch of great young players in it from all over um we're just starting to learn a lot I think we are very well versed I wouldn't call us fluent in girls slash women's hockey but it seems like every day we're getting stronger and stronger and stronger so each of these shows becomes more and more fun for me Oh, I would hope so. It's going to be fun today. This is going to take uh, take the place of one of those crazy 5,000-word previews. Yep. Quite honestly, I don't think anyone reads those anymore. No. So we're going to put on one heck of a show today. You ready to roll? I'm ready. All right. Ready. We are going to start with the juiciest piece of news here. I'm going to pull out my fancy legal pad. I can't wait. New faces and transfers to the yes. Minnesota girls' high school scene. So which new face or transfer are you most excited to see, Anthony? I'm really excited about this 2026 class. We talk about the 2025s a lot, especially those Andover freshmen last year. Uh, one specific freshman I'm excited to see is Katya Sander. She's enrolled at she's part of that Minnetonka team that was so good a couple years ago at 12 A's. Um, I'm excited to see how all those girls in that in the, from that Minnetonka from that class participate. She's the one that stood out. I saw her over at the uh, P Plymouth. 
playing in Plymouth for her. I think she would have been on the District 6 Lakers team. She's just fast, yes. strong. She's at Holy Family. I think she's going to just jump right into Holy Family. She'll be a top six forward, and you know she's going to be the one that jumps out right away in that class. I think that's a that's one of those situations where you look ahead and you see that Minnetonka just has you know stud Too after many. stud after stud, and even their JV last year had four or five players that would have played varsity anywhere else. So I'll be curious to see if anybody else from that JV ends up at a different school just because right. there's too many players ahead of them. Right. Uh, somebody I'm excited to see Campbell Friggy mm-hmm. coming over from Grand Forks. She'll be the goaltender at Crookston. Is that confirmed? That is confirmed. Confirmed at Crookston. But we have a Peter, how does a that. girl from Grand Forks or Sacred Heart High School in Grand Fork, East Grand Forks play with Cruxton? Oh, why don't you tell us all about it? Oh, I'll answer my own question. Um, yeah, there's a there's a Catholic school in East Grand Forks. It's actually where Dennis Bushy went to high school, for, for the record. That explains a lot. And um, they are co-oping that high school with Chis- uh, Crookston High School. Sorry, Chisholm. Crookston High School, so they're going to actually pick up a couple players. I think there's a young woman by the name of Taylor Field as well who's done the same. So they're going to start bolstering. Some of these Grand Forks, North Dakota young ladies are going to start attending this school called Sacred Heart, and lo and behold, um, uh, Warrow might not have a fast track. I mean, they're on a fast track this year, but after this year, it's going to be like the recruiting wars. You know, you've heard of storage wars. I mean, recruiting wars in northwest Minnesota and North Dakota for the best players. Well, there's certainly a market out there. I mean, who wants to play high school hockey in North Dakota? Not no many. offense Not to many. North That's, Dakota. There's a couple more in our new faces section. There are. are They're coming next on from my list. that state. So you want to knock those two out right away? So we had yeah, Campbell. Let me, let me knock them out. And yeah. Taylor Field. Campbell and Taylor one. Field. Uh, Riley Bartz, who was one of the leading scorers in the state last year for all of North Dakota. And Alexis Kirkaby are both going to be at Warro this year. Those are two Division One caliber players. Bartz is committed to St. Thomas, Thomas, and Kirkaby is hearing from she would be uh, about a schools. half dozen Division One schools. Yeah, and, and let's not kid ourselves. In in our NAFE tournament U eighteen division last year, had the uh, Warro and Max Foundation team won, Riley Bartz would have been the MVP of the tournaments. Would you say that's accurate? I would say that's accurate. I would she also say really she is good. the best, Holy smokes. best shot of any hockey player in world boy yeah. or girl. She can play. That girl can play flat out. All right, moving on. These are some transfers. Haley Jusla. This one piques my interest. Haley Jusla going from Elk River to Proctor Hermantown. Number one, because it's double A to A. You rarely see that type of transfer. Usually it's A to double A. Yep. And Jusla just adds one more piece to that Proctor Hermantown lineup. Uh, I saw in, when you were typing some things up, you, something in his big-ass gap was what you called it. I, is, I put is that there twice. A big-ass gap between Warroad and Proctor Hermitown or between the top two and the rest? In um, a, and and I, not to give away your, your – but it's pretty obvious that those two are good. So we're not with the, unearthing anything new here. With the addition of Jusela, I don't think there's a big-ass gap anymore between okay. Warroad and Proctor So it's between two and three yeah. now. Before I learned about the Juicela transfer, I thought there was a gap because okay. Warroad has just oh. – they add two more Division One players. They have four or five or even six on that team right now. Loaded. Absolutely. And, and, some, class, division, and some class A. And some I mean, good Division three players too. Oh, you. yeah, I mean, yeah, It's yeah. not like, you know, there's some good players there. For so. sure. All right, moving on. We got an Orono to Benilde St. Margaret's transfer. Kaylee Koopman mm-hmm. played solid minutes last year for the Spartans moving on to the Red Knights. And then we have a transfer from 
Delano, was it Delano Rockford? Yep. To Orono. Yes, right? we do. Kaylee Schmidt. <laughs> That's fantastic. I mean, not good for those teams, but the, the that makes this that makes this season way more interesting the first third of the season. Oh, Kaylee Schmidt. She's been uh, playing for the Delano Varsity for the past couple of years. I believe she had over 20 goals last year as an eighth grader. That's amazing. Yeah, so Orono loses one and picks one right back up. Yep. And finally, Addie Bowlby going from Burnsville to Lakeville North shakes up the power structure in the South Suburban Conference a little bit. And I haven't seen our rankings yet for the top 10 AA. I think that Lakeville North <laughs> might be in the discussion, at least, for being in the top 10. Um, they're going to be a really tough team. I have them uh, I have them as the favorite to win that South Suburban Conference. South Suburban, which is a bloodbath every year. Right. Because of how big it is and how often those teams have to play each other. Yep. Well, I don't think Lakeville North is going to be in the top 10. That's okay. I'm going to let okay, you hang boss. on to that dream. Okay. <laughs> well, moving on to Hidden Gems. Now, you stood on the table for two players from Minnetonka, and my thought was, oh, yeah, they're super hidden in Minnetonka. Talk about the sticks of the hockey world. Well, hey. A hidden gem to me is it's pretty obvious when you have Grace Sedura and and Ava Lindsay, right? Like they they get a lot of the attention, and then they're and, and the, Lindsay Avar, Lindsay Avar, and then the the, the, the um, Josie Hemp and Ellie Kleppinger, right? Yes, big names, right? Yep. Big names, five division one, D one, right? I, you watched that championship game last year. I think Sandra Leeper had as big of effect on that game as any player in a blue and white uniform. And she was a freshman. And I think she's going to burst onto the scene this year. There's my first. And then uh, no no uh, coincidence, Ruby Rauch as well. I think she's just causes other teams a lot of trouble. When you roll out that top five, and then you get to see, you know, some of the depth that Minnetonka has in lines two and three this year, it's absurd how good they're going to be. Oh, I love Ruby Rauch. She started last year on the JV, I believe, yep. and then saw her during the holiday tournament at Edina. And she, there might not be a better player in that conference below the dots than Ruby Rauch. I mean, she if you compared her to uh, a type of dog, it would be a pit bull mixed with a Doberman mixed yep. with a Rottweiler below the dots. She is unstoppable. She's good. Down low in the She's zone. good. Uh, I'm going to take a player a seventh grader last year from Lakeville North, the aforementioned Panthers, Kaya Weiland, goaltender. Maybe not hidden. She was a starting netminder as a seventh grader. But when you win 10 games in a Power 5 conference at the high school level as a seventh grader, I, I would consider you a hidden gem. She's not a hidden gem to me. So, I mean, she's been a starter and big part of Team Minnesota's 09 team for the last three summers. So, Kaya is a superstar and not surprised by the success that she's had so far, and she will have moving forward. All right, we'll move on to another goaltender. I'm going to take both goalies in this one. Are you? Oh, yep. this is a good one. From Delano, Kayla Simonson. Mm, Best glove player. hand in the state. Great player. I mean, fantastic. She strikes me as the type of kid who would be good at anything. Tennis? Yep, I could be good at that. Softball? <laughs> I could be good at that. Soccer? I could be good at that. She's so athletic. She could just do more than most uh, girls her age. Mm -hmm. Last season, a save percentage of 922 
for Kayla Simonson the year before that was 914. If you look at her elite prospects page, there is zero save percentages under nine. And I think she made it to national camp last year as I think she's an 07 or an 06. I'm not sure, but she did quite well in her journey. Um, she's she an 06. 06. So she, she made for, it. She was one of the two goalies yep. that made it. She played for Team White. Yeah. The U.S. Select 16 17 camp. Do you know yeah. what her save percentage was there? Probably 1,000. 958. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> really good. She played in NAFE for one of the North American teams. It was, I remember one of the Canadian, the Manitoba coach came up to me and says, Do you know who that girl is? I'm like, Yeah, she's really good. She goes, yeah, she's one of the best goalies I've ever seen. Wow. So High there were a lot of good goalies. The, the North America teams had a lot of good goals. What was the girl's name from St. Michael, Albertville, or North Wright County? I think she's a lefty. Um, I think her last name starts with a W. She was also great in that tournament. Last name starts well. with a W? Mm-hmm. Did she graduate last year? Mm-mm. She's a senior this year. Mm-hmm. I can't think of her name. Research staff, get out. Yeah, there we go. I'll, I'll pick it up. Keep going. You'll pick it up? Yeah, All right. I'll get it. Staying in the uh, the southern part of the metro, Northfield, Grace McCoshin, who you're mildly obsessed with as a hockey player, McCoshin had 25 points last year, eight goals, 17 assists for Northfield. I just think she does so many good things out there. Um, again, she kind of is in the shadow of of Ayla Puppy. Mm-hmm. So aren't we all? <laughs> I am. Um, but I, I just think you, if you look at what she does, it makes that team so much better. I think they might be in your top ten as well um, if you look closely. If you look closely, she also competed last over the summer uh, USA Select 18 camp. She picked up three penalty minutes in her time with Team Red. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Love it. And uh, a player from the East Metro that I stumped for, Lily Fetch from Eastridge, 22 goals and 43 points last season. Eastridge uh, goes a little bit forgotten in that pact. Uh, I believe they're in Section 4 along with um, Stalwart Tilmery and Gentry Academy. Yeah, here I'm pulling up the goalie right now. I know it's a name that's I'm waiting with bated breath. Jaden Weiser. Ah, okay. Jaden yeah, with a Y. She's a lefty, yes. Jaden with a Y. And it is Weiser. All right. You know how I know? Because I interviewed her last summer at the tournament. She goes, Weiser, like I'm smarter than you. Or yeah, smarter but you, than but the you couldn't person. remember her name. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I can remember it now. Maybe she's, she is wiser than you. She is. <laughs> All right, man. Are we moving on to section three? It's your Here's show. Notes. It's your show. You, it is my show. I'm just here to commentary. I'm just here. It's not my to, world. I won't get fined. My world. All right. You're just living in it. That's right. Although you have the inside track on this one. The Apple Valley Burnsville merger. Uh, both programs were bandying this about over the summer. And then there was some interference run by another South Suburban Conference team. And now sort of. it's, it sounds like it's kind of just devolved into a lot of... There's uh, a lot to this story, um, and I want to make sure that I'm reporting it and not, like, giving my personal bias, because there's no personal bias to the story. I want to make sure that... But I would like for people to understand the kind of the makeup of it. And it kind of goes back to boys hockey. It starts there, because Burnsville High School... Um, was about to dissolve because lack of players. I would say they had net less than 10 players, so they would not have had a varsity hockey team. You're talking about Burnsville. Burnsville boys. Okay? Burnsville boys. Just okay. hear me out here. Okay, So Burnsville, so they, because they were able to, because of comp- competitive imbalance, right? So remember, like there's two ways of competitive balance here, ready? So merging with Apple Valley High School would have 
given those two schools and the conference competitive balance. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So because the Burnsville players and the Apple Valley players who played, it makes sense. Let's merge. So the girls got that idea as well because Burnsville was probably not going to have enough girls, was not going to have enough players to field a varsity, right? A JV, a JV. They'll just have enough. They would have like 12 to 20 players. And this is a program that's gone to state. Correct. Two of the past They lost a lot of girls, which many we know, you know, Katie Kazmarek and Olivia Carlson. Olivia Carlson, that group, the other, the older Bowlby sister. Right. But my point is that it's not exactly a program that's gone 0-25 for the past five years. No, no, no. So... They are down in numbers. Apple Valley has been down numbers, and they've been well-documented on our show. We talk about, It seems like we talk about Apple Valley a lot on this show. Well, that's right? what happens when you have one of the best players in the country. Right. So um, so because they played together youth, and there's obviously a bond and friendships between Apple Valley families and Burnsville families, it was a natural fit to merge them. They wanted to do it. But because they were both have such low top-end talent on both teams – it was going to create a competitive imbalance in the leagues. Swear to God, that was the reason the South Suburban Conference voted not to allow them. It wasn't because of numbers or what made sense or any of that. It simply created a super team, one that is, does not exist in that league. It just does. They're all pretty good teams, but there's no team that can compete with uh, Andover, Edina. And it still takes Natanga. a backseat to the late conference. Yeah, but if they sure. were together, they would be in the conversation. They would be in the top five. Yeah, they would. They would be in the top five conversation. They wouldn't be for sure, but they would be in that conversation. They wouldn't be outside the top ten. Fair? Yeah. They would not be outside the top no, ten. Okay, no. All right. No. That's, that's all that matters. And then what would be left to the rest of the league is literally – 10 goal games. They would beat everybody in that league. A lot of running time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, think about Egan, right? They would get crushed by an Apple Valley Burnsville merger, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Um, so, enter, you talked another South Suburban team. Now you got to start talking about school districts. Now, Rosemount, Egan, Apple Valley, and Eastview are all in the same school district. So, 196. Yeah. Thank you. Um, now, someone in the school district, you know, so the, the, the superintendent of schools and the superintendent of athletics is in one building, right? So now the, the, the AD from or the athletics or the supporters of Eastview Girls Hockey, now they're down to 20 girls. They're like, hey, we'll merge with the Apple Valley. And guess what? Apple Valley was like, no, we don't want it. Like, there's, there's, there's animosity between Apple Valley and Eastview who share facilities, share school district, you know, all that stuff. And then there's, like, love, like a love vest between Burnsville and Apple Valley because they don't share anything. They're just they, – and they've played together for five years. So that was voted down by by Apple Valley. They were like, no, this is – we don't want that. So they're just basically back to chalk. And as a result of ch- chalk, I mean, they're all back to status quo, right? Well, guess what happens? Well, uh a handful of players from Burnsville decided to move, and they moved to Lakeville North. Now Lakeville North, Shazam, has some really good players, and I think they're going to be an outfit to reckon with in that conference. Well, that would be quite a quite a change from the last few years where it's been Lakeville South, yeah. and Farmington, and then everybody else. Correct, correct. So it'll be an interesting conference. I don't think we're going to see any of them except maybe Lakeville North if they can put it all together. Uh, they could maybe sneak into the top 10. The South Suburban is like the Big 12 
They're not going to win the college football playoff, but my gosh, are they fun to keep up with? I don't think they're fun to keep up with, but I don't even think they're that strong. Like, a Big 12's got Oklahoma and Texas, you know. Yeah, I, there's no Oklahoma and Texas, Texas yeah. in this conference. They haven't won a national championship. I know, since. but still, they're they're still. Would you compare it to schools. the MAC? No. It's better than the Mac. Somewhere between better the back the and the Mac 12. <laughs> Maybe the uh, Mountain West. The I'll Mountain go Mountain West. West. I'll right. go Mountain West. All right. You'll go For Mountain you football West. fans out there. All seven of you. All, All right. right. You touched on Sacred Heart, which is turning into basically a, a proxy school. It's a little bit like Loyola with Mankato <laughs> East giving players from the Grand Forks area an option to move into Crookston. I so, think it's – for us Minnesota hockey nerds, it's fantastic. I don't. It. I personally, I don't care. It's not my kid. It's not my team. People. Not are my gonna, rules. People are going to do what they need to do. Okay. They're, they're, they're going to. They are. They aren't our rules. We don't make the rules. We just cover it, right? Yes. And we can have a little bit of an opinion. Hopefully, what I said about Apple Valley, Burnsville, at Eastview, there was fair and not biased. Was it? It didn't sound biased. It okay, sounded I just objective. Kind of going me. by what I was learned through this process. Producer Kayla, do you think he sounded biased or subjective? No. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Just Th- thanks sure. for your input, Kayla. There was a lot of meat in there, though, I think, that a lot of people don't understand when that topic comes up. I think all. there's a lot of meat if you look ahead at that situation because the talent level – in okay, this is, we're going to go off the rails just for a second here because I've been thinking about this all off season. That's fine. Women's hockey, girls' hockey specifically in Minnesota, has become so top-heavy – between I was at the I was at the U15A state tournament last year and I watched Rosemount take Andover to overtime and just to see some new blood I wanted to see Rosemount win that game and they freaking lost in overtime and I sat at the St. Croix Valley Rec Center almost in tears because I thought there really is almost no hope well and what Makes that, and I think we've talked about this somewhere. I don't know if it was on this pod or the girls' Tony Scott pod, but um, four, five, six of those Rosemont girls are headed to Creighton. At least four of them. Which, you know, had they stayed in Rosemont, and again, we can't play the, but that would have been a powerhouse, in, a powerhouse in the South Suburban Conference. It and I still think they're going to be good. There's still enough remaining pieces that they'll be a competitive team over the next four years. Right. And for the record, I don't begrudge Andover no. or Minnetonka for having the talented teams that they do. The But where I see a problem forming is big-ass gap. Andover, Minnetonka, and we're getting ahead of ourselves. Andover, Minnetonka. And then there's everybody else. Andy and Dinah. The, Andy, well, yeah, I, I wouldn't put a Dinah in the same class. Dinah won that tournament. Yeah, they did, but it just it shows that the power is staying where the power already is. I think one thing that it gets left off here, and I think there's just something to this, and we're different generations, but you're closer. I think you're closer to my generation uh, in this case, um, and it's called the 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 loser generation, right? Like losing was. It just seems like it's not acceptable for any anyone anymore, <laughs> right? Like if you 500 season is like you might as well just quit. Do you follow where I'm going with this? Oh yeah. And oh, I don't yeah. mean like I mean I played for decent hockey teams or decent, but like 
you, you just don't I – mean, it feels like, okay, if we can't compete, if, if Team X can't compete, then we need to merge. You know, Champlin can't compete. We need to, we need to merge with Coon Rapids. This needs to compete. Like, we can't compete, so then it's all – pretty soon we're going to have 40 teams. You know, 30 – We might have less than 20 AA and 20 A. You know, what are we going to do, merge Worthington and, and Laverne? I mean, they're only – you know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Like – it's just accept that there's so much off-season hockey, whether it be, you know, the Tier 1 stuff or the high school elite league or the USA hockey stuff. You can stay wherever you are and still get noticed. And we'll just and I know we just beat this the, the June Semling thing to death, but she's going to play at Champlain Park Coon Rapids. And you know what? June's going to be just fine playing at Champlain. She doesn't have to go to another school, the family doesn't have to, you know, pack up their gear and move. She's going to be just fine. There are fewer and fewer, you know, Danny and junior semblings in this world out there. You know what I mean? Everyone's moving. We got to get to, we got to go to Cretan. We got to go to, you know, Holy Family. We have to move. We have to win. We like, you know, I, Kayla Swartout's a perfect example of that. Another one of these freshmen that, that we've been talking about, right? You made 40, she's, she's, 45 saves. Yeah, she was playing for Andover, like, Kayla Swartout um, is going to play at um, Holy Family. She could play at Shakopee High School, and everyone's going to know she is through the Tier 1 off-season circuit. She doesn't need to play high school hockey on the Grand Champions. No one, everyone can't be the Grand Champion. You know, and it's just it, it, it's frustrating for us as sports writers, if you call us that, um, when there's only three teams in the race before the season starts. I would say it's selfishly frustrating. Yes. Because, I, and people transfer for different reasons. Sometimes there's there are real issues, and sometimes people change jobs, and they just kind of have to move on. Or in the case of some of these North Dakota uh, transfers, the ceiling is tapped for both boys and girls, North Dakota hockey. Again, no offense. But uh, quick interruption. I did, I did research on Bart's and Kirkby. They led the state in scoring, those two, and they played for two separate teams, yeah. like by a mile. They have hit the ceiling. They probably hit the ceiling a year or two prior so, to that. So, and what else is available for those players? Where Are they going to go back and Riley Bartz is going to score 100 goals instead of scoring 99? There's no point to that. You know what I mean? So people transfer for a variety of reasons, but going back to what you said about the loser generation, my high school team as a senior, we went 4-22. and 22. You turned out okay. We went four and tw- losers make better people. I've always believed that. Losers oh, that's make, why I'm so good. Losers make better people. <laughs> but my parents, wow, it all comes comes full circle. I mean, my parents would never have thought. Well, we need to leave because this team isn't good enough. I mean, it was that just was, it was never a discussion. That was my point, and it, it almost becomes. Discussion. I have this three class theory in for for hockey four boys class, and girls five class no six class. three, but I I still think there's this. There's this really select group for boys, for example. There's a really select group of 32 that only play each other anyway, mm-hmm. as much as they possibly can. They, They're they, at least trying to only right? play each like, other. Like Eden Prairie only play Hopkins once because they know they don't want to play them twice. They'd rather play Creighton or Prior Lake or something like You know what I mean? So it's like I almost think we need to get to that for girls too because there's this super league that's forming that you really you can see it. It's not on paper, but it's there. There's a super league, and we're trying to get through these top 10 or top 12 teams. There's only like 10 or 15 AA teams, and we can't even do a top 10 for girls, A, because there really aren't any past four or five. I mean, we could, but it would be disingenuous. It would be. It'll, we'd be lying. 
past three. I don't know how many teams right, you can past, really stack you know, together. Warroad, Proctor, Hermantown, Orno, right? Now that the Brex and Blakes have moved on. Have right? relinquished the chokehold. Yes, over, that they had the for, for like 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, one moved up to double A, and then one decided that uh, hockey wasn't going to be I'm hearing, a priority. I'm hearing that, um, well, there's plenty of good br- girls moving into Breck again. Yeah. Um, but I'm hearing that Blake might go back to A. Why? I'm just hearing. But why? Rumors. There's no, hold on. We, so you bump up to double A. You're a fringe top 10 team playing the best schedule possible. Okay. And you finish, yeah, you don't go to the section final every year. Is that really a reason to bump back down? Is that really a I reason don't, to go back down? I'm not on the board at the Blake School. Oh, man. No comment. All right. No comment. That's fine. Uh, we'll get into some coaching changes here. Ooh, this is one of my favorites because yeah. I think that I've got some positive changes, like a state championship winning coach taking over at a program. I mean, that's a nice – it's not – I wouldn't call it an upgrade because uh, – yeah. This is Eden Prairie. Steve Persian, the former Brett coach, is going to take over at Eden Prairie. I wouldn't call that an upgrade over Jamie Grossman, who'd been with the program for also won a state championship. Won a state championship, la, 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 la. <laughs> but it's nice to be able to bring in somebody that won a state title as opposed to a total unknown. But I think Eden Prairie has a little bit of a uphill battle right now as far as yeah. they got to get in there and start winning some of the recruiting battles, re- recruiting their own. You know what I mean? They're losing their players to Holy Family mm-hmm. and other schools. They got to get back in there and win back the the girls in their youth program. Or at least hold on to those kids. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of Jamie Grossman, he's at Shakopee now. Which is a really big, you know, it's one of the bigger high schools in the state. And if they can start it only developing. Gets bigger. Yeah, and they start developing girls and start playing players. There's plenty of good Shakopee players at that 10U and 12U level. It's good, like their boys program. It's going to be a few years until they're there, but I think they've hired the right, made the right hire for sure. Larry Olam to Orono, taking over for Sean Fish, who bumps over to take over the Orono boys program. Yeah, I, I couldn't hire a better guy. We met him this summer, and I mean, I I was blown away by by how smart he is, uh, how excited he is to take on this challenge, uh, the fact that he gets to play up in, in Warroad against that was already on the schedule against um, Warroad, his old, old team and his best buddy, Izzy Marvin. That'll be uh that'll be one for the ages that game. And then Annie Cashman takes over for Mira Yalosuo, who is now at St. Cloud state as an assistant. Annie Cashman takes over the Stillwater ponies. And just before we get to Annie, uh, just hats off to Mira. She's just had, she's like a time traveler. I mean, she's going through time <laughs> fast. She's going fast. I mean, uh, and, and, and Check this out. I mean, St. Cloud State has been literally in the dumps the last probably eight or nine years in women's hockey. And in their first year, they are giving all the blue bloods all they can handle. Um, they've taken every they're the, the top three teams in the state uh, to one goal to overtime. It's exciting to see, you know, the rebirth uh, at St. Cloud State. It's been it. It can only be good for Minnesota hockey to have all five of its Division One programs firing both men's and women's. Yes. So Annie Cashman takes over a team with um, a lot of talent. The one thing I well, do. Well, they make your top ten. They we, do. They do? Okay. They, they do. I don't feel great tease, about it. Tease. I'll be totally honest. I don't feel great about it, but they're in the top ten. Yep. What worries me a little bit about this situation is that Mira was the U12 coach 
when St. Martin and that group came through yes. and then she moved up to high school with that group. So Annie Cashman is coming into a situation where these girls haven't had a different coach Correct. for at least four years. Yep. But certainly a lot of toys to play with in that toy chest. Yes. All righty. I can't think of any more coaching changes unless no. you've got one hiding behind. Mm-mm, I don't. You sure? Positive. All right. You want to get into this top 10 and top five? Should be exciting. Should be exciting. Let's start with class A. I'm going to make people wait. Uh, Class A, number five, Crookston. (laughs) Wow. What? Just drop it right there. What? What I love that. What do you want from me? I love well, that. So you were talking about Crookston before we really started, and of course I, I thought Crookston. Okay, yeah, that's was this great. a surprise or was it the pack of cards? The pack of cards. Was okay, the all right. <laughs> this was better than the pack of cards. <laughs> so Crookston at number five, they bring back all three of their leading scores, including Reese Swanson, who was around forty points last year. Friggy comes in. She's a fantastic goaltender. She played last year with the Grand Forks Bantam Double A's. Yes. And in the Bantam Elite League during the 2021 She's a summer. very good goalie. And Class A of the top five is wide open. Uh, you could make an argument for Duluth Marshall, but I'm going to throw Crookston in there and see what sticks to the wall. I like that Duluth Marshall take. So that's your five, huh? That's number five. Um, South St. Paul out? I knocked South They're not out. Okay, how about... Lily Ramirez is now gone. Holy Angels next? Holy Angels is I want to see who your at, next pick is. Holy Angels is at number four. Okay, they that would be They bring back my... virtually every leading scorer, including recent Division One commit Audrey Garten. They do have to replace goaltender Celeste Rimstad, however. Yes. But Holy Angels is a place where I want to see who comes in. And plays. We haven't seen their roster yet. Haven't seen a roster yet. Right. Number three, Orono, new head coach. They lose Kaylee Koopman, but there's still more than enough talent on well, They pick up Callie Schmidt, so it's kind of a trade. It's, it's a little bit of a trade. I don't think they fall off. I no, think they don't think fall off. really good, actually. I think this is, again, they're a year away from being, like, when, when World has their drop-off uh, is when Orono will have their pickup. All right, number two, Proctor Hermantown, especially with the addition of Haley Jusela. Mm-hmm. Lots of weapons in the Mirage Arsenal. Izzy Fairchild and Hannah Graves, recent Division One commits. This is kind of the year. All of all of the puppies that came to the team as eighth and ninth graders, you're upperclassmen now. Mm-hmm. And now it's time to start. I should I shouldn't and, say and start because they won the whole deal in twenty whatever. I don't study goaltending, but I know with Abby Pajari gone, I'm a little nervous about uh, what you got in the twine between the pipes for for the Mirage. Should we find out what they have? Yeah, between the pipes for the Mirage. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm a little nervous about that. Who do you think number one is? I have I don't know the goaltending. Oh, oh, number, number one. one. Oh, I thought we were going to look. We were gonna I am looking at it, was. but I figure while well, I'm Googling well, it, do we even have to uh, talk about it, right? Ooh, Proctor Hermantown has their roster up. Neela, no way. They're Neela, 22, 23? Yep. Neela McLeod okay. is one of them. Lillian Clemens. Suri Langley. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, I take that back. Yep, and then Kalia Hamich. They are in good hands with, with Suri Langley. And Hamich is a she's an actual. She's a Proctor. She's, I think she might be Cloquet. Siri, I think she's from Cloquet. Okay. But I think, you know, she's she's legal. Don't get me wrong. But I think she was Cloquet and moved to Proctor or Hermantown. Gotcha. But you look up and down this roster. See, Sophie Perendo's back. She was an all-tournament team pick last year. 
uh, throw in Jane Ekstrom, who had a fantastic tournament. state tournament Unbelievable last tournament. And then you've got... Like the reason your, I say she had an unbelievable tournament, I didn't really know her. I had no idea who she and was. And all of a sudden, her tournament, she was just goals, assists, player of the game. I was like, wow, fun to watch kids launch like that. That's that's all you can really hope for, right? And then they have that 2026ers, those, those late 07s with, with Gunderson and Rothy. That's a good class. And Thomas... Those girls are freshmen this year. Cambria Thomas, Maya Gunderson, freshmen, twenty six is Ashley same Bruce. as same age as Sander. Yep, Grace Nichols and those guys. Yeah, a lot it's a good of freshmen team. on the roster. Riley That's a good team. It is a good team, but they're not as good as Warren. No, no, <laughs> no, no. But they do play. When do they play? Circle that one. That'll be a good game. That will be. They a historically good game. play every year. Warroad, the defending state champions. Did you look that they game lose up? For, no. Right okay. now, I'm looking at Warroad, um, virtually the same team that they had last year, except for goaltender Kendra Nordic, whom they replace with. You ready? Drum roll. Would this be under the new faces? This is under new faces. We go ahead. I, I no. Why don't you drop it? Oh, I'm you letting don't have you drop it. it. I, it's on my phone, which is being used. It's to on your this phone. Thing. What are you talking about? She's from Northern Lakes, and I don't <laughs> remember Stevens. her name. Thank you. Catherine Stevens. Well, that was who, a uh, long drum roll, by the way. She had a save percentage of over 90 last year, seven shutouts for Northern Lakes. So World's got their netminder. All right. All right. Well, that was Class A. That was painless, right? Yeah. Well, I, I'm not sold on Crookston yet. I'm just going to say Why that. not? Well, I don't know. I don't know anything about them. I've never seen them play. I've right. seen the Pirates. I mean... Are they the lady pirates? I mean, there, were there pirates that are females out right. there causing I think there were, actually. havoc? Hold on. All right. What? I'm going to look up women pirates. <laughs> there well, was, there I mean, was literally, one. Literally, literally, you can't get this kind of, you know, and Bonnie. anywhere else. And Bonnie, Mary Critchett, and Rachel Wall. Oh, How did God. you not know that? I'm sorry. Why didn't you know that? Sorry I didn't Google it 10 Idi- seconds ago. Idiot. All right, All right. Uh, Class A top ten, number ten, Moorhead. I think they're going to be in the top ten this year. I agree with that. But you don't want to start them at ten. I just, I'm not sold on them. Are yet. you nervous? You, actually, I'd like you to see. Nervous. It. Last year, Moorhead opened up with Lakeville North. Do they open up with each other this year? Because that would decide. They do. We're they gonna, do. We're How's gonna, that? And the we're going to be. Meister uh, right we're going to be at that game. Where is it's it? November twelfth. Is it Moorhead really at one p.m. Board money, money, money. We. I don't think <laughs> we will be at that game, but I think one of us will be at that game. Somebody will be. At <laughs> Somebody, that game. me or you, will be at that game. But Somebody I don't think we're going to afford game. both of us at that game. Sure, if you know can. what I mean. Sure, we can. So Moorhead won twenty games last year. They lose in the Section Eight AA Championship to Brainerd Little Falls. They return virtually everybody, including their starting goaltender, Taylor Cresson. What else can you tell me about the Spuds, Tony? Well, I know that uh, Dronin is a recent commit. Olivia, Olivia Dronin is a recent commit. Um, I th- is there Bria Holm is on that team. Yep. Um, uh, oh, I totally drawn a blank. I can see her. Uh, there's a Corton, Olivia Corton. There's <laughs> one more redhead. Um, she her brother plays at Arizona State. Come on. I'm just gonna let you keep going. I know I'm, who it is. I'm like but I'm literally. I feel like going. I'm in a uh, 
a, a lake right now without a paddle. Casabud. Yeah, Kate Casabud. Kate Casabud. It's a very, very nice team. Five of their nine losses last year for the Spuds were by a single goal. Including the section final. Including the section final. Number um, nah. one, one more thing. Uh, yeah. I, I talked about this pre-show. Uh, this team, uh, when they were um, seventh graders in their U-12 year, was a wagon. I mean, they were one of the top five teams in the state. Uh, they didn't perform that well at state in Grand Rapids, but they were leading up to state. They had a great run against a lot of good teams. I second that. Okay. There's only two of us, so I don't have a choice but to second it. Number nine, Benilde St. Margaret's. They do lose heart and soul, Emma Peschel, and the productive senior, Emma Hain, and Mary Zaverell. And they also lose starting goaltender, Allie Van Stelton. So some unknowns for Benilde, but is the young talent there? That's why I kind of winced when we were, you know, in the later stages of building this top 10, because I think that uh, Benilde has the talent and have more talent than, than the teams outside of it. But there's a lot of unknown right there. I mean, there's unknown with how much Kelly Panic's going to be coaching. You know, is how will how much will her professional career thrive, and how much will she be there? Well, how will that work with the rest of the coaching staff? Um, I, I think there's some unknowns at Benilde, but I think by the second half of the year they will be a top ten team, just like they were last year. Remember, they kind of started off slow and they weren't scoring goals, and then mm-hmm. they kind of got the the ship righted. I think they're look. It's going to be a different story, but I think they're going to be a very similar results. I think they'll, I think they'll end up in that section final uh, against Edina again this year, but it's going to be a different looking road to that spot. Let me put it this way: I feel more comfortable putting Moorhead in the top ten than I do putting Benilde St. Margaret's. I'm with you on 10. that, just because they have more upper class. Yep. La- last note of Benilde: they lose their five leading scorers from last season. <laughs> That's my point. Got to find some goals. They'll be there. good though. No, the, I mean they'll be okay. They'll, they'll be, be good. Okay. Rogers at number eight. Rogers, I think, surprised a lot of people last year, not only with their record, but the depth of scoring. Yep. We just had a recent Avery Octokirk committed just this week, right? Yeah, it was recent. Okay. Within the last couple of days. But it's they've fantastic. got several other players on that roster yes. that can all play. And they have one of the best goaltending duos in the state. Who are they? The goalies. Yeah. Uh, Alexa Backman. Oh, that's right. Last year they were Lauren awesome. They Larson. split. We had we argued about these two last they, year. They split almost perfectly down the middle yeah. last year. Uh, number seven, Stillwater, and this is the one that I don't feel the best about. Why? Because a new coaching staff. That's I basically it. I believe that she was an assistant last year, so it's there's just a little bit of a segue, right? Yeah, but... Trying to think about how to put this. There was a staff. They have at least three Division One commits. There was a coaching staff, but Mira was. Oh, she was the staff. Mira was Mira. Okay, I'll give you that. But I just think with all the talent on that team, um, I think I think the new coaching staff might be fresh blood because it's a new it's a new voice. Okay. I I think this team's really good. Would you want to play them? Do I want to play yeah, them? Yeah, if you're Not a coach of a team, I want to, ah, that's a good team. That's uh, one a good of those team. teams that kind of pops up at the end of the year. Yeah. They should win more than 13 games this year. I would agree with that. And they do bring back their top four leading scorers it, from it, last season. It, I, I don't think it's an accident or by mistake who the next team is because it's. I think it's a. It's fair that these two teams are right next to each that other. That they're running mates? Yeah. 
Uh, Hill Murray at number six. Yeah, no mistake there. Uh, they they don't lose too much. They lose Taylor Anderson, the senior goaltender, and they lose Ali Franco, the senior defender, uh, Kristen Kaufman, and Olivia Boyer, who uh, I don't think Boyer was one of the leading scorers last year, but in the games that I saw, she was one of my favorite players, just a hard-nosed veteran. Um, I We had uh, Ali Franco in our camp this summer. What a nice young lady she was to work with. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed working with her. Yeah, they do bring back leading scorer Chloe Boreen, who had 30 goals last season. I saw her play in the Minnesota District Championships against Shattuck St. Mary's, and uh, there were a couple of moments where I thought she was the best player on the ice. Which is good to hear. I mean, from our perspective, a lot of times we start to hearing the same names over and over. When you said that, I was like, oh, good. That's another name to keep an eye out for this year. Yep, they still retain Ella Housey. The yeah, arguably thought the, was snubbed from team totally USA's snubbed. Roster. Totally snubbed. Totally not, snubbed. Not snubbed. We need adjectives, like really, really strong adjectives before the word snubbed. <laughs> All I right. think she's going to get added. If she gets added, do I get to do like a super tweet when she gets added to the? Well, it depends 18? on if you want to pay eight dollars for it or not. I, I don't. I but for the record, breaking news is why YHH is, is not going to pay, pay eight dollars for, oh, for the come on. for a check mark. Why not? Because it could be fun. No, I don't. Want we could have blue check marks. I don't want check marks. Stupid. Paid, it's like a pay to play check mark. <laughs> Either you're good enough or you're not. I wouldn't literally. Have you spent the sent, see how many hours it takes to get a blue check mark to apply for it and work with Twitter? I'm like, eh, why? Why would I I'd rather that? work on building a good company than getting a blue check mark? Ugh. Sorry, I'm wanna, done with my rant cl- about blue clean check that up marks. a little bit. No, all right, I'm leaving it right here. Uh, number five, Maple Grove. Like this team, I really do. Why? Um, Depth. I know why Lots I like. I know why Great I like this tending. team. I want to know why one of the best players in the state, a Miss Hockey finalist. Uh, I think they got a little something to prove too. Why? Because they didn't do very well at state last year. Well, yeah. So I think they got something to prove. Fair enough. You know who I really like from that team, and I think we're going to be broadcasting a couple of their games too. By the way, are we actually? Mm-hmm. Oh well, that's fun to find out about yeah. on air. Uh, Bella Shipley, a recent Division One commit. Matt Cato. She can play. They do lose Tia Rice, though, who is a little bit of a heart and soul, yep. meat and potatoes type player. Uh, goaltending, they'll always be solid. It's right up there with taxes and death. It's Maple Grove having a good goaltender. Yeah, especially so this one. Having Danny Strom, that's obviously a big plus. Uh, number four, Edina. Did you just say... Number four, Edina. Yeah. You know, part of me cries when I hear that, and part Why? of me rejoices. Why would you cry? It, it, it's like watching the, you know, crown come off of a queen. You know, like it's just like it's crumbling, right? It just feels bad, right? But part of so I'm kind of sad, but part of me is like, all right, some new blood. And then you look, it's like Gentry, <laughs> Mazanka, Andover. They're just a little bit better. But I think um, with Sammy Cowger as the coach is the recent anointed Hall of Famer for her, her not her coaching. She, could she be in the Hall of Fame twice at Edina High School? Because she's made it as a player. And for how many wins she's made, and if she continues going there, could she get in the Hall of Fame as a coach too, or do they just kind of like you're you're in, just Ooh. stay over there? Oh, 
What do you think? That's tough. that's the first thing I thought of when I saw that she was uh, nominated to the Edina Hall of Fame. I was a little Wait. surprised she wasn't already in there. I mean, ah. She was. She won three straight. Yeah, she's super young though. I mean, she's like your age, isn't she? Like thirty, thirty-one. She's not um, that old. No, she's I, been out of high school that long. No, I think saying. she and I are almost the same age. Right. I do know that her husband and I. Are <laughs> That's very why close I knew you were age. about the same age. Are you just waiting for me to say yeah, that I, I hate Mitchell Calgary? <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you I would hate, say that I on the show. Guy. I told the Eden Prairie Pee Wee coach last week that I hated one of his assistants. Mooney, and, right? Yep, I hate Mooney, and I hate I Mitch love Calgary. it when you do that. I, I love it. I love it. It's so on brand for you to, to do that. I, I, I should. I, when I was in my young 30s like you, I would have been making exactly the same statements about people. I, I would have this fresh hatred, sports hatred towards players but i should kill me kill my teams i i hate mike mooney hate mike mooney because of what his breck teams did to my sad little (laughs) co-op all those times in the tribe loser generation you weren't a loser generation generation. nope we only lost to calgary's hutchinson team in overtime oh that's the right i love that overtime i think have we talked about this on a pod or is the semifinals of the silver bay holiday invitation like peewees no this was high school high school oh okay i was a junior I was a junior, Calgary, I think was a junior or a senior, and we lost his Hutchinson Tigers in overtime. I love that. Yeah, I also loved seeing that they went to state later that year, and we didn't make our section's quarterfinal round. You didn't get lost. We lost in the play-in game and saw a team that we took to overtime, double overtime, go to state. Yeah, that's funny. You know what my parents said? Uh, You're a loser, Peter. And it doesn't matter. We're not going anywhere. So for, stop complaining. For what, spring break? No, dude, we're not transferring. Because, oh, or, yeah, of course they lost. said that. Right, of course they did. <laughs> so we dine at number four. They lose Vivian Jungles, Miss Hockey. They return Uma Cornier, who might be one of the front runners for senior goalie of the year. Might be. Maybe. That's, I just want to see dude, how I just want to see you get angry, man. I, just I mean, seriously, there's steam leaking out of your headphones. Come on. You just that's a total troll. I'm like, you Troll points for that, dude. <laughs> she's won the award. Literally, they've already made the plaque. She won the award. She's goalie of the year. Just get it over with. And if she wins it, our girl goalie of the year this year, I vow right now on this screen we will name the award after her. But she's got to win the award this year. She's got to do something special. And she's won it twice. And she's done something special twice to win that award. And it's not hers t- it's not hers to lose. There's plenty of girls out there. There's plenty of great stories out there. But just imagine, it's not too outlandish for Edina to make it to the state final and for her to win and to just walk off in the sunset with the Girl Goalie of the Year award again for the third time. It's kind of the end of an era. It is. Uma's been around well, for six, six years. years of high school hockey. But remember, she won Girl Goalie of the Year on our website. Or no, Goalie of the Year. We didn't have boys and girls back Edina's there period. as a sixth grader. So she's been literally on our radar. And then she won Fargo as a fifth grader. So, like, we've known who Uma was. I've known who she was since she was in fourth or fifth grade. So, and she's been awesome the whole way. So let's not even talk about the other nine goalies who would be up for this. I mean, if the only reason they're publishing the other semifinalists and finalists is just because they need something. They need need to waste some paper because it's a waste of paper. Done. (laughs) 
I can't decide if I want to save that forever, if I want to delete that entire section of the recording. No, it's not. <laughs> Hannah Halverson is still around. We'll see if we get another strong year out of Ellie Chapman, who improved a lot last season. Chapman had 29 points. Halverson, 41 points for the Hornets. Number three, Gentry Academy. Well, you left out a lot of players. You just bop, jumped right over. There's some really good players on that Edina team. Do you want to keep ticking them off or what? We could go through the entire roster if you really want no, to. No, there's a, uh, a UConn commit on there. Taylor Porthen. Uh, there's a lot of good players on that team. I think that team is sneaky good this year. Sneaky good at number four. Well, Edina at four just seems like, you know, like I said, the crown fell off the queen or something. I mean, it's like, it's like, like life is over. I think they're going to get a lot of good wins, and I will be in the section final in that section six for sure. It's a birthright. It is. But we're going to keep Gentry at number three, right? I don't say No yes. one would argue. Say yes. They're better than Edina. End of story. They're better than Edina. Yeah, they do I lose. think they play each other too, don't they? Probably. I think they do. Uh, they lose Maddie Gear, who played serious minutes last year. Um, saw her against Hill Murray in that section final. She logged a lot of ice time. They do, however, bring back Kara Sajovic, Alexa Hanrahan, the Gazdick twins, Agerter. There's just so much talent in this Gentry lineup past Kara Sajovic. Here's a question for you. This will get Billy Hengen list, listening to the show. He's coaching the team this year. New coach. Uh, coach alert. Yeah. Is that a good thing? Um, or is it going to be maybe, you know, the old new voice? This is I know Billy is a great hockey coach, but I've seen him coach all different sets of boys. What are your opinion on, on how Billy would handle this assignment? Um, I don't know how much of a change there will be. Billy's been around the Gentry community forever, so it's not like these players don't know who he is. And, we, I mean, fresh voice, they finished fourth last year. Okay. So I don't know if I don't know if a fresh voice is needed to get over the hump. Sometimes teams are just better than you on any given night. I like the amount of talent, and I think Billy's you know, well-versed in coaching a team with a lot of firepower. I think so, too. They're Edina and Gentry are not scheduled, but what? Gentry might be in the Edina tournament. I'm going to look and see if they are because they could meet there. Give me one second. December one second. 26th. No, they are They are not in the Edina tournament. So, so they they're not, not going to play at all. They won't play each other Ooh. this year. No. Well, that's a bummer. No, but they have a good schedule, though. I'm, I have Gentry's schedule up here. I'll, I'll throw some games at you. They play Blake, Andover. Yep. Ugh. Orno. When do they play Andover? Alex. Holy Family. When do they play Andover? On uh, Saturday, November 19th. Okay. At Andover. All right. Um, I'll be there. They play Stillwater. They play Blake twice. So the decent schedule, but it's not like Murderer's Row. That's okay. Not everybody has to play Murderer's Row. But they Row. do play at Crookston. Whoa, the Mighty Mighty Pirates. <laughs> yes. Uh, number two, Minnetonka, last year's state runner-up. Ava Lindsay's back. Grace Hedera's back. Josie Hemp is back. Kendra Distad is back. Ellie Kleppinger is back. You know who else is back but isn't a Division One commit? This could have been in our Hidden Gems. An, a third Minnetonka player in our Hidden Gems. <sighs> Who's not? There's a lot of good players. Is it Ryan? Yeah. Molly Ryan? Molly Ryan. 15 goals, 35 points last season as a right. sophomore. Do I get a little high five for that? Nah. Come on, dude. I'm just going to leave it up there. God, that was a good <laughs> – I nailed that one. Uh, 
other than losing Sophia Johnson, which is a, a big loss for Minnetonka. She won 20 games between the pipes last year. She was our goalie of the year. Correct. Well-deserved. Uh, now they get to choose between two sophomores and Layla Hemp and Ashlyn Hazlitt. That's one, the, that's one the job, biggest question going in. One job I would not want is to be in charge of deciding who plays goalie for Minnetonka because they're both really good. Do you, do you just go, you know, take the pie and split it in half. Here you go. Split them right down the middle. And then just wait till sections, right? Oh, it worked for Rogers. If I'm the Minnetonka coaching staff, I would call up the Rogers coaching staff and ask, how do I do this? Every time. How do I keep everybody happy? Every time you put one in, you can second guess yourself that you've got the wrong goalie in that'd be hard it's a nice problem to have though i know i know it's a nice problem and, and i think this team you know minnetonka i mean look at their schedule it's not as tough as some of the others it's not as tough as it could be let's you don't think so that way no it's just I, I think that they could play a much tougher schedule so they're going to get a lot of those girls uh layla and Hashlet, ashlyn will have some some cupcakes in there to boost their boost their stats do you want to take a guess at who number one is? <laughs> There's really no point in talking about <laughs> number one. But I don't think we're uh, – we haven't had a full Andover amnesty yet. We will have episodes, just for everyone knows, we will have amnesty on Andover and War Road at some point during the season, right? We've what done, does amnesty mean? Amnesty is we're not going to talk about. We're not going to be involved with them at all. Well, considering what Andover did last year, which is – the greatest season of female prep hockey in the history of female prep hockey. And I'll argue with anybody about that. What do they even do for an encore? Because no matter what they do, unless they do it again and allow less than 30 goals in 30 games, how do you top that? So there wouldn't be a reason to talk about them unless they're going to top that. I... I don't want to jinx them, but I think they can. <laughs> but I think they can top it. I'm going to give a shout out here to there's the website Janjet. Is it called Janjet? They had a a great headline for their season preview. It was and over, and over again. Oh my god, it was so good. That was so clever. I was like, I'll give you a ten out of ten for that. Why? Why would you shout out? A competitor. I don't think of anyone as a competitor. Why would you do that? Because I thought it was good. How could? And they do some good stuff. Don't we want more (laughs) coverage for our game? I mean, these young women are out there, you know, writing stories and pumping it up. They have rankings and stuff. So I like. Don't get so jealous. I like the folks over at Janjet. I do. But Andover is number one. (laughs) Yeah, shocker. Bringing back virtually everybody. I mean, what? What do you what do you even add to Andover? They went thirty and zero last year. They scored one hundred and sixty two goals, allowed only thirty. No, I greatest season in prep girls hockey history. Yeah, uh, they have arguably one of the top three goalies in the state. A blue line that's just awesome. I mean, awesome, uh, and two or three lines of just you know unbelievable forwards and chemistry. And I mean, it just it's. Everything, you know, like I said, we will have we will have at least one week this season where we don't use the A word. <laughs> All right, we don't have to go. We've through done that, way. and it's these same girls that caused us to do this, right? They go undefeated, and they win, you know, they win Should every we, game at ten A's, and 
well, everything but one and 12 A's. Like, it's it's this group. You know, you're causing us a lot of trouble. Should here we just go down the girls entire roster reporting. and get it out of the way? You can. I mean, Berger, Brown, Gettle, Jones, Kaiser, Mum, Christensen, Little, Engler, Kasich, Sour, Graybo, Olsen. That's Heath. last year's roster. Yes, yes it is because okay. I don't want to miss anybody. Heath, right. Thorson, McQuaid, Dunleavy, Krause, Delich, Stagman, D. Bet, D. Depend, Lauren, something. <laughs> Henneberg and Borsma. There, I got everybody. You want to show me that and see if I can get it right? Debetigenes. Yeah, Lauren Debetigenes. Yeah, Lauren D. How'd you like to broadcast that name? I don't. No, thanks. I don't. Anyway, and over at number one. No question. A couple of sleeper squads that are hovering just outside. There's a lot of them. We talked about Lakeville North already. We already mentioned Lakeville North. Uh, Centennial. Somebody threw out Centennial. As a team to keep an eye on. Wait, like too many question marks. Too many question marks. Okay. Uh, Holy family. Uh, same. I mean, literally it's too many questions. Rinse marks. and repeats. Like we don't know what's there yet. It's just way too early. We don't know. There's nothing solid. It's muddy, right? There's no, there's no firm ground there at either of those teams to me, but for me to bet on where Lakeville North has legit talent. That's why I still think they're, 11, if not 10. Northfield. Mm, it's a good team. I think they'll win their section. You think so? Back-to-back section titles for the Raiders? I do. All right. Although uh, I don't know those sections very well. One double A? Well, I know they're one, but is which Lakeville? Isn't there one Lakeville in that section? That's where I always get it confused. I think, Man, I think Lakeville North's in section one, which would be trouble for Northfield. They move them back into section one. Uh, remember they split the Lakevilles. One was they split one, the Lakevilles for a year. I thought they moved them back. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. Okay. okay. Sorry. But didn't Lakeville South make state last year? I think they did. Should we check? Uh, whatever. Keep going. <laughs> they did not. No, they didn't. No, Northfield did. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh. Uh, 10. You got another thought? There? No, I'm just. We we should get to know this. We'll we'll know by the next show. We'll have this like full thing figured out. Within and I'm, I'm literally gonna. Minutes. I'm literally gonna put it in a sharpie right on the desk for the entire year, <laughs> so I don't screw it up. We screwed this up last year a couple of times too. Yeah, I think it's kind of a fun you know thing that we do. Where it's easy on the boys' side, Lakeville North and South are always in one double A together. You know they're enmeshed. Correct. Ten Miss Hockey finalists. Do we have to? We can skip we, it. If we you almost want to. fought. Literally, we can right skip outside. It. There was. We almost. can skip it. No, no, no. We're fine. We're fine. Gosh, I'm, I'm gonna get my leather belt out and win this fight. What are you gonna do with your leather belt? Stare at it. Whip you with it. You're gonna whip me with a leather yeah. belt. I'm gonna win. It's oh gonna my a, gosh. It's gonna be a belt match. We're gonna have to cut all of this. All right, I'm just gonna shout out names, and you tell me. You say yes or no. <laughs> oh, you're gonna put it all on me? Yeah. So then, no other wonder we're a leather belt. So then, other people can take out their leather belts <laughs> on <beat> me. <laughs> okay. All right. How many? How many names do you have? Because I, I got, felt like we only got had ten. ten. I got ten. Oh, well, I could just go yes, and I can't get in trouble. Fine, I'll give you twenty names. There we go. I like that. This is this is good. Uh, Ella Burger kicked in every rink. Ella Burger. Yeah, I would say. Ooh, should I say it? I think she's the. Favorite right now to win it. You think so, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't think right. about it. Best player, best player, best team. Yeah, it's true. 74 points last year for Ella Berger, an average of 2.47 per game. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's not bad. 
Uh, Issa Gettle. She'll be on the list. Just too much. Done too much. She was paired on a line. This is a little bit of a lifetime achievement type of stuff, and she's got that. And that's that's what I was going to add in there, too. Issa Gettle's been around the Andover program almost as long as everybody else. She was a key member in that uh, that team with Peyton Hemp. Right. So Issa played on a line with Susie Higuchi during the district championships yeah. against Shattuck. And watching she wow, and Susie those two play, together be fun. Yeah, five foot nothing, both of them, five foot nothing. And they were buzzing around the Shattuck D like nobody's business. Really fun to watch. Are we going to talk about those two games before we get off the show? We can. Okay, I do. I want to talk about Okay. Them. I, right, I, I got figured a we would just gloss over the The Burnsville-Lakeville thing went kind of long, so I figured we would just gloss over it. Uh, Ava Lindsay. Uh, 100%, yes. Oh, yeah. I think she could win it, too. She's got the Team USA pedigree to go yep. along with it. Uh, Kara Sajovic. I think so. Oh, yeah. A I top so. 10 final? Absolutely. So. Cameron Van Batavia. If she's not on it, then I will find the Let's Play Hockey offices and burn them down. <laughs> she's going to set the state record for scoring. You cannot I know. Do you have your off. countdown timer? Not yet. Do you have your countdown? Not yet. I think it's going to be mid-January. Yeah. Well, it, it will, will be have somebody that I have it as projected happens. as mid-January. Kate Johnson. And I'm joking about, that was a joke, about Let's Play Hockey's offices. Okay, I'm not Can you hit that, that drum? <laughs> drum. <laughs> that was yeah. a joke. It was a joke. Okay, I'm not doing that. Kate Johnson. World. Well, you have to have at least one, right? Yep. And she stands out, but you're, you're forgetting Riley Bartz, too. I think I'm not she's forgetting. She, is she on your list? Nope. Because she will be a top 10 finalist, guaranteed. She's going to have 80 points this year. Oh, okay. So I would take both of them, Kate Johnson and Riley Bartz. And where does that leave Talia Hendrickson? I, it doesn't mean that Riley, it doesn't mean Talia's a bad player. I just think those two are a little bit ahead of her. Okay. Uh, Grace Segura. And I'm going to get punched the next time I see your dad. So Probably. I can take it. He ain't that tough. Grace Sedura. Um, yes. Okay. How many, what are we at now? Uh, that's I eight. can't have 10 yeses. I can't have 12 yeses. That's eight. And yeah, it's including Bart's. Now I got to add Bart's. How many at now? Maddie Brown. What am I at now? Okay. I want Maddie Brown in, but okay. I got to figure out what else is, what else is out there before I get smacked at a rink. Stella Retrum. So am I down to Retrum versus Brown? Right now we have 11. What do you mean? We had a list of 10 and you added Bart's. I forgot about Bart's. I think she's going to make it. I really do. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to get killed for this. But I'm going to go Retrum over Brown. Okay. All right. And, and this, that- you know what's weird though? You're leaving out two Minnetonka defensemen. Defenders. Uh, defenders. Thank, thank you. you. Uh, uh, Hemp and Kleppinger. Go for yeah, commits. Some of this is just a numbers game, though. Like, how, like often, how many Minnetonka many... kids can you put on there? I mean, how many Andover can you put on there? Because if you went by pure talent, you, you could go, have... you could have seven of them from Andover and Minnetonka. You could, you could take, you could easily take almost four Andovers, four Minnetonkas. Yeah. They might have to make it a top 20 list this year. Right. And then, and then now you're going to leave the state's all time leading scorer out? You can't. I mean, Batavia's in. She's she's a lock in that top ten. She better be. Like I said, burn it down. 
burn, burn it down. Uh, drum, drum sound, please. <laughs> yes, that was humor. That was humor. Thank okay, God. thank you. Uh, senior goalie of the year. It's over. We've okay. already we've already right. covered. Do you want this me to ground. go through any of the other names? You can that list could off for all it? the goalies. Really? Bring in you know, bring back Maddie. Uh, uh, what's her name? Maddie Rooney. Maddie Rooney. Bring back Maddie Rooney. Don't matter. <laughs> Maddie Rooney couldn't beat out. For this award, all right. Well, I'll throw some no- other names out there just let's for have fun. some fun. Uh, Anna Raider from Mankato East, she played a huge role in bringing the Cougars to the state tournament. As last I year. skip down the, the a path right now, having fun just listening to these names Celia Dahl, or very, very good numbers. Obviously, you have to throw Courtney Stagman in there. Yep, you know, Fantastic. a division one goaltender on the top team in the state. Whoop. You're really not going to help with this at all, are you? You're just going to sit there and... Okay, keep going. No, I don't want to do this anymore. These are good goaltenders. They really are. I'm having some fun with this, okay? just You're being a pill. You're being a pill right now. I know. And Sedona Blair would round out my my fifth. Okay. Is she a senior? She was a junior last year. Okay, all right. So she's a senior this year. Can I know she's an 05. Hampshire. I know she's an 05, but I wasn't sure if she was a young or an old. Sorry. She's outstanding. She is an outstanding goalie. All right. Have you have you gotten it out of your system? It's out of my did system. Did you get the wiggles out of your system yet? Yeah, I did. You got yelled at all the time in elementary school. I yelled, I've been yelling my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? All right. Well. Let's talk about that game before we wrap those two games. Both games, wrap. right? Yeah. It's an overtime win. We didn't the, send you down there for free. For the, well, I haven't submitted my receipts yet for, right. for that game. Right. It was an overtime win for the U16s. They topped Shattuck St. Mary's. Nora Sauer, I believe, had the game winner. A little tough to tell because yeah, we, we don't publish stats tell. here. Yeah. We also don't publish goal scorers or anything. But it wasn't like it was a tip, right? I believe she tipped it in, and she was the one that everybody went to. Mobbed. Okay. And mobbed. Uh, she had a fantastic game. Nora Sauer did. She is an absolute bulldozer yep. in the offensive zone. Uh, the U19s take it on the chin. I think the final was 7-2. Wait, to go two back to the maybe? 16s. I'd like okay. to get your thoughts on any of the non-Minnesotans uh, from Shattuck that might from be stood Shattuck? out. From Shattuck? Oh, boy. I got to pull up my notes on that one. It was a good team. I mean, don't get me wrong. They went to overtime. Right. That's my. I would like to hear some of those names and... Who else besides Nora stood up? That's the jo- Josie St. Martin's on that team. Josie St. Martin's on that team. She had she was more effective without the puck. Yeah. She drew at least three penalties in that game just because she's so hard to bring down. I she drew a checking from behind right in front of me. And she timed it perfectly where she went into the boards and went down. She I don't probably, Yeah. I, she might have baited the baited the referee into making the call, but that's part of what makes you a smart hockey player, right? Right. Uh, Ainsley Tuffy was fantastic in net for Shattuck. Sawyer Fleming, a lot of fun to watch. I was, that's who I was waiting for you to throw out. That's the one I know I was on that team. <laughs> and then there was the – is there is this the one with the, the girl from North Carolina who played in NAFE? She's on the yes. U16 team, right? Yep, she's an she 08. Yep. What's her name? Mary? Mary Darren Bosker. Yeah, she's a heck of a player. There were times where she was the best player on the ice. I asked her where, because it was a she was on the Lady Whalers team, mm-hmm. and you know I was like, oh, "Where are you from? Like, what city in Boston are you from? Assabet or you know whatever?" She's like, "I'm from North Carolina," and I'm like, "I've never met a girls hockey player from North Carolina," and she was 
awesome. Well, I'm glad that I know she's from North Carolina because Darren Bacher just sounds like the most South Boston. It Darren Bacher. <laughs> Darren Bacher. I thought the same thing. Darren Bacher shoots and squats. Yes. She yes. Was, no, she was awesome. Uh, the 19 game, Shattuck ran away with that one. That one was never in doubt. Um, and they played the Empowers team. The right? Empowers team. Yes. Okay. That's and a good roster. I did have somebody tip me off that they were going to lose. <laughs> what? <laughs> what, what does that mean? Like, it, like the fix was in? Not like, that yes, the fix I've was talked in, to my mob friends, that, and this game is fixed. Uh, it wasn't fixed, but it's the fact that the girls' high school elite team rolled every line, every D pair, split the goalies down the middle, and Shattuck played to win. Or just Shattuck was better. I mean, there's that. There could have been that. That Allie Lalonde girl. Yeah, that's Philippe Lalonde's sister. She was in St. Cloud. I saw her play in St. Cloud. She was incredible in that I'm not sure she made it out of St. Cloud. Lalonde? Yeah. She didn't? I don't think so. Maybe she did. I don't know. It's hard to keep track of those rosters. Because they they go to Buffalo, and then they go from Buffalo to Calgary. So it's hard to remember. And now they're in a bunker somewhere, and we will (laughs) never learn what the roster is. Right, right, Um, right. Also, Maggie Scannell that was, was on the, that team. That she was the one really I want to ask you about. Is, can, can you compare watching Maggie Scannell in Madison on the U18 team to watching her play in Humdrum Faribault for Shattuck? Does it, do, do you see a different player? Is it the same player? Uh, what characteristics do you see that are different between her for the U18s and for Shattuck? I actually, I like that question a lot. And I think there are so many variables because when she's playing for Team USA, every other player on that team is, you know, a 90 to a 95 if you were rating out of 100. So her role is totally different when she's playing with Shattuck, where there might be two or three of those girls that end up on the Team USA team. So I think with Shattuck, she was a little more, <clears throat> excuse me, a little more um, puck possession heavy. It was her job to be more of a quarterback um, and be a primary offensive threat. With Team USA, she can slot in pretty much everywhere she's a fairly versatile player and with team USA she's not relied on to score as many goals but um super talented either way I mean she's still clearly one of the best players in the country yeah I think I mean from a high school girls player she's definitely one of those you know top players what's the young woman's name from Montana Uh, Murphy or from Whitefish Montana McElroy or something like that. What was her? It's name? not. It's not McElroy. It's, it's like it's a Mac name though, isn't it? She was. She was the best player I saw. She played on Finley the, McCarthy. Thank you. You're welcome. I was close. Um, I thought she was the best player in the camp um, in St. Cloud, and I thought she was one of the most talented players in the uh, U18 Worlds team. You won't hear an argument from me. Okay, so, um, I mean, I think Scannell's definitely in the in that conversation. Um, I, I just love hearing these stories. I love hearing your takes on, on these games. Who from Minnesota stood out to you? That, that's the Burger team, isn't it? I mean, the Empowers, right? Who was who stood out to you from the, on the Minnesota side in the, the high school elite league team? Well, I mentioned two of them already, Issa Gettle and Susie oh, yeah, Gucci. Yeah, they were both really, really good. I thought the uh, goaltending for Empowers wasn't bad. Who what who were they? You said they split, right? Hang on, let me pull oh, out. You're my, looking uh, your my notes. scouting notebook here. Here, why it don't goes. you fill some dead air click, for a second? Click, 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 <laughs> click. Um. 
No, um, I, I would I would have liked to seen that game. I'm sad it didn't go. And now he's searching through his backpack. He's gone off camera here. This is and now what is he doing? Oh, he's going to his field notes. You want to show your camera the, your field notes? Wow, that's fantastic. This is great content here to wrap up the show. I'm How sorry, there, I take boss? a lot of notes. How you doing, boss? Not great, because now All I right. can't find my notes. From well, it would be great. You could just pull up a box score from from uh, the Elite. <laughs> Joke's on you. There's no stats. Because <laughs> stats are dumb. They are dumb. We don't need stats, because why would anyone want to know the wow, leading score of the okay girls' high school? Are elite you going to find this? I'm still digging through it. Right now, I got rosters. We don't know who the goalies were for Empowers. It's okay. Um, Let's wrap it up. (laughs) I'm excited. Last question. Well, it was Uma and Haley Hansen. (laughs) Wow. How do you not know that? I mean, Uma Cornier, who I just basically gave a monologue about. You didn't remember that. And then Haley Hansen, the lefty. um, One of my favorite interviews of all time, by the way. She was full of, you know, full of fun. those are two great goaltenders. Uh, I got one more name for you that okay, I was really impressed with. Rachel Agerder. Ooh, from Gentry. Gentry. Yep. Yeah. Speedster. All right. Last question before we put a wrap on this. What are you looking forward to most from the girls' high school hockey season? Oh, my gosh. I'm looking forward to most seeing if Andover can top what they did last season. And I'm looking forward to the resurgence of Moorhead's girls program. Don't forget. Just a short time ago, this team went 5-21. and 21. I like that. And That's now they're one. winning 20 games in a season. Are you going to ask me? No, I don't I'm really ask care. My, I'm ask myself. Ask yourself. Care. Ask yourself. Tony, what are you looking most forward to this year? What are you year? looking forward to the most to <laughs> girls' high school hockey this year? I'm looking forward to the story. That's what I'm looking forward to. The, oh, the, that's that such a cop-out answer. That team that just pops. You know, one of these teams that we weren't expecting. Like Rogers, Rogers last year was that team. Champlin Park, Coon Rapids had a good finish to the season last year. I'm looking for that team, you know, the Forest Lake. Someone who's going to just pop out and start knocking teams off, getting on a five, eight, six, seven, eight game winning streak. That's what makes our job so fun is the surprise. So I'm looking forward to when that happens. That's what I'm looking forward to. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was right. pretty good. Do you think we should close her out now? I think we should. All right, ladies and gentlemen, everyone in between, thank you for listening to this week's Her Ice. We'll be back every week now because the season is starting in T-minus seven days. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. We'll be back weekly with every show. Thanks for listening to our girls' high school hockey preview. Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool All about the bouncing master Watch it on the news, what you gonna do? I could hear profession forget Used to keep it cool I hope no one's watching.